Section 15 of Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Mary Balmer. Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture by Palmer Cox All Fool's Day This is All Fool's Day, and judging by the number of people who are passing along the sidewalk with strings and rags dangling from their coattails, the custom of making people appear ridiculous is not obsolete. What delight the youngsters take in covering a few bricks with an old hat and leaving it temptingly upon the sidewalk, while they withdraw into some nook to watch the bait and halloo at the person who is thoughtless enough to kick it. Though the custom has age to sanction it, I am decidedly opposed to making people, either on the 1st of April or upon any other day, appear ridiculous in their own eyes, as well as in the eyes of every person with whom they come in contact. People will make fools of themselves often enough without the assistance of others. I wonder why men are not more upon their guard upon this day. Just now I saw a newspaper reporter, who certainly should have known better, kick an old hat from his way and go limping to the office, denouncing everybody in general, but children in particular. Speaking of reporters calls to mind something I have often thought. I believe if I had been endowed with more cheek and less scruples about overstepping the line of veracity, I long before this would have made my mark in the world as a newspaper scribbler. My unconquerable modesty always rose up like a barrier between me and repertorial fame. It would never allow me to dip into trivial, baseless rumors and magnify them into scandalous reports. My pride, too, was a clog that blocked the wheel of progress. I could never throw it aside long enough to intrude myself, uninvited, at select gatherings, or creep and crouch under a windowsill or behind a door like a base eavesdropper to hear words that were not intended for the public ear in order to work up a stirring article. But for these drawbacks, I cannot help thinking I would have done well at the business because, by a singular decree of fate, I am generally present whenever any strange or amusing incident transpires, or even when scenes of a serious nature furnish work for the pen, and many a time, too, when I could well wish myself suddenly removed far enough from the distressing scene before me. This afternoon, for example, a terrible assault was perpetrated in the backyard of the house adjoining the one in which I reside. There is no use talking. I will have to get up and bundle out of this locality before long. It is becoming too rough a quarter for me. Its poisonous air would tarnish the brightest reputation that ever shone upon a forehead. With my usual luck, I happened to witness the affair. 
Thus far I have kept it to myself, as I have no desire to figure in a court of justice in any such scrape. Some people, perhaps, would rush forward and volunteer their testimony, but I am not of that turn of mind, and calculate to keep my mouth shut until it is pried open by a legal bar. I have been looking over the evening papers, but they make no mention of the case. So, perhaps the authorities are keeping the matter quiet, fearing that by giving it publicity, they would defeat the ends of justice. With this thought in mind, and to help them along in their efforts, it being All Fool's Day also, I will say no more about it. End of section 15